Welcome to the Real Estate Raw Show, hosted by Joe Mendoza. Hi guys, Joe Mendoza here. I'm super excited about the guest that I'm about to introduce here. He's a really great friend of mine in the multifamily commercial investing space. I've known him since back in 2004, and I just watch him just accumulate massive amounts of property. He's done very, very well. Really great friend of mine. Uh, we've done a lot of business together. Mr. Hector Padilla. Thank you, Joe. And uh, hello, everybody from Palm Springs on a little, uh, little getaway here. All right. Great, great, great. So what I wanted to share today, guys, is some of his story and ask him some different things, what got him from here to there and kind of go from there. So Hector, if you could please share your personal story, how you went from washing dishes as a young man and then, or child even, and then all of a sudden you've accumulated over $86 million worth of property. Uh, yeah, you know what, it's been a journey. Um, but yeah, long story short, I washed dishes. Um, I stuffed envelopes. I worked at a printing press. I had a newspaper route. I sold a newspaper door to door. And then I got into real estate as a broker's assistant, as a buyer's agent, listing agent. I owned my own brokerage and then uh, did the fix and flip thing. And then finally really created that exponential growth by getting into the real estate acquisition and investment business, which is basically just buying apartment buildings and commercial office space. And now I'm focused on uh, 1 million to 25 million. And that's really what you know took my career from here to up here. So year to date, I've closed over $86 million as a principal. Awesome, awesome. So what does it take as far as mindset? Because it wasn't like one day, hey, I'm washing dishes and all of a sudden, I want to own all this property. What do you think that shift is in the mindset? Especially because I've known you personally, when the market was kind of going rough, what do you think, um, what kind of mindset do you have to have? You know, it's, it really is um, that circle of influence that you have, your circle of friends. So, you know, growing up, we grew up kind of like middle class. Um, so I was just used to the middle class. So my dream was to be a police officer, um, have my home with one fourplex, you know, white picket fence, get married, buy the Honda, and, uh, and live ha happily ever after. So that was, like, that was like the dream, you know, like if I can do that, then I made it. Um, then I started getting involved with different circles, people that were more affluent. And so then I, I said, well, gosh, you know, I kind of like the owning the Mercedes. And then I like owning the BMW. And I liked going to the nicer steakhouses. And I just liked that lifestyle. So I think it really has to do with what, what circle are you playing in? Or what we say is what traffic are you playing in? Um, and also like the mentors that you have and the coaches that you have that just push you. And, and you know, you think, oh, I want to make... Like, you know, for me back in the day, making a hundred thousand was like, that's a lot of money. You know, like if I could make a hundred thousand, I was like flying high. And then with coaches and mentors, they pushed me and it's like a hundred thousand is nothing. Then it was 500,000. Then it was a million. And then it was, you know what? Don't just be a self-made millionaire, be a multimillionaire. And then it was, don't just be the multimillionaire, be the mega millionaire. And so, you know, your coaches, your mentors, your sphere of influence just push you and push you and push you to go higher and higher. Now you mentioned coach and mentor like two or three times there. How important is it to really have a coach and mentor 
or could somebody just go on to YouTube or Google or the library and just kind of figure this out themselves? How important is it? It's, it's, not, an, it's not important, Joe. It's critical. If you really want to create exponential growth and you want to do it in the next 12 months, I always tell people, people if you want to create more in the next 12 months than you have in the past 12 years, you need a coach. You need a mentor because they're going to give you the shortcuts. Um, you know, that's one of the, one of the, sec- you know, one of the so-called secrets to my success is I've had great coaches and great mentors. Um, you know, and some people say, well, I don't have the money. I can't afford it right now. And, um, and that's okay. You know, um, when I first got started, I couldn't afford it. Uh, but you can start by reading great books, by listening to awesome audio programs, uh, you know, start a mastermind group. But if you're going to get into a mastermind group or you're going to create one, try to have people that are, you know, that are doing bigger things than you are so that they push you and they hold you accountable. So um, it, it's, it really is critical. I don't know any high performer. I don't know any mega millionaire, multimillionaire that, that said, I did it all by myself. I had no coaches, no mentors. I've never seen it. I totally agree as well, Hector. Now, <clears throat> share with some of the folks back home the lifestyle, because I know this is probably what they're most fascinated on is the lifestyle. Now, you're not at home. You're actually, I believe, in the desert, right? Palm Springs? Yeah, Palm Springs. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, people ask me, like, why do I do what I do? Like, um, you know, I was able to retire at about the age of 38. I'm now 43 years young, but um, I'm not retired because I love the hunt. I love the chase. I love closing deals. I love negotiating, um, love meeting people, and I love mentoring. So I'm never going to retire um, until I move. And when I say move, that means, you know, move up, move up to heaven. Right. <laughs> right. I'm just going to go, go, go. Um, but yeah, uh, when they ask me, like, why do I do what I do? I always say that it's all based on one word. And that one word is lifestyle. And what that means is like, you know, what kind of vacations do you want to take? Um, So for example, last year, my family and I went on a 43 day vacation. And before going on that vacation, we bought grandma a brand new car. We bought grandpa a brand new car. And then we took them with us. So my wife, our traveling house manager, our three-year-old little girl, grandma and grandpa, uh, and I left to Europe for 43 days and I didn't work. I literally maybe checked I don't know. I probably did about maybe, maybe five emails. Okay. And I just really took the time off to enjoy my family. Um, on uh, what's today, Saturday, right? So a week ago, we just got back from a 23 day vacation. Um, so lifestyle is about the vacations you want to take, the kind of car that you want to drive, the kind of house that you want to live in, the kind of vacation home that you want to have. All of that has to do with lifestyle. And what, you, what, what people need to do is figure out, okay, how much is it going to cost me to live this lifestyle that you want? And, and if you want to have the Honda Accord, that's perfectly fine. And if you want to live in a two-bedroom, one-bath apartment, that's perfectly fine. But just figure out per month, how much is it going to cost you to live your ideal lifestyle, okay? Once you figure out that number, once you've done the math, then you create that dollar amount with passive income. So the way I did it was by investing in apartment buildings and investing in commercial real estate. That gives me that monthly passive income 
to support my lifestyle. And that's why I don't have to work anymore because I have the passive income coming in. Um, I have the wealth already so I can take those long vacations. And I really do have that time freedom that everybody wants. Um, you know, Joe, you, you and I both know a lot of, uh, you know, wealthy people, right? So they have the wealth and they have that income coming in, but they don't have the time freedom. They're still stuck, um, you know, running that big organization, running that big business. So that's another thing is, is the money's good, uh, but also the time freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like even some of the other profession, uh, professionals out there, like doctors, attorneys, uh, some engineers, computer scientists are making some great money, but I, I totally agree with you that, uh, yeah, they're, they're making good money, significant amount of money, but they're strapped to their job and they don't have true like financial freedom, right? Absolutely. And I learned that lesson early on uh, by Robert Kiyosaki and I read all of his books. Okay. Um, and I got great lessons from him. And one of them was that I did not want to, you know, sometimes, sometimes people say, Oh, I'm an entrepreneur, right? But really they're a technician, right? Because if they're not there pulling the teeth as a dentist, they're not making money. If they're not going to court filing a lawsuit, they're not making money. If you're a heart surgeon and you're not there, you know, doing that surgery, you're not making money. So you're, you, you have to be doing a job in order to make money. So from Robert Kiyosaki, what I learned was that I wanted to be the investor. And I wanted to be the business owner. And so I see every apartment building as a business. How much cash flow is that business going to generate for me? Um, every time I make an investment, what kind of a return am I getting on it? And uh, I, think, uh, I think Warren Buffett also mentions it. But basically, I wanted to make money while I was sleeping. And I wanted my net worth to go up while I was sleeping. And that's what I love about real estate. That's a great mindset. I really love that, Hector. And you started in fix and flips. There's a lot of these boot camps and seminars going around saying, hey, no cash, no credit. You could do it. Fix and flips. And you actually kind of started there, did pretty well. Now the shift to multifamily. Why would you say multifamily versus fix and flips? Well, I'll take it a step back, Joe. Um, you know, uh, the way you and I met was by, because we were, we were, we were top producing listing agents. You know, you were, I think, number one um, in San Diego at one point. Is that right? Uh, number percent. seven, actually, in all Southern Cal with Prudential at the time. Okay, excellent. Close. So were, number one in South Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we met. I was a top producing listing agent and you were a top producing listing agent. And that's how we met. And then we were both in the fix and flip uh, business as well. So by being a top producing listing agent, okay, and running my team, um, I was making good paychecks. But as soon as I sold one listing or sold a second listing, guess what? I had to go chase another listing. I had to go on another listing appointment and get that next listing. Okay, I was that technician. Then when I was in the fix and flip business, the same thing, I was making some big checks. Um, you know, I was making a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, six hundred thousand dollars on a fix and flip. But the same thing, it was not an actual business because I had to go take a look at the property. We had to fix it up. We had to, you know, flip it and then go chase another one. So I call that chasing birds. And there's an old saying that says the man that chases two rabbits catches none. So I was making large paychecks 
but I was not uh, creating wealth and I was not creating time freedom. So once I learned the methodology of investing in apartment buildings and uh, commercial office space, that's what gave me the wealth and that's what gave me the passive income and that's what gave me that financial freedom. So, uh, you know, I tell people, been there and done that. You know, I used to run an REO brokerage as well and I've closed 200 uh, brokerage transactions in one year, but it was a lot of work. Um, I flipped numerous properties in one year and the same thing, it was a lot of work. So by now focusing um, in a different price range, I don't need to do volume. I just need to do one, two, three solid investments and that's it. You know, so I don't have to do so much volume. Uh, I obviously now have a great team behind me and um, you know, they help out, uh, you know, a lot. Okay. So uh, uh, I can't do it all by myself. So it's, it's great to have a great team behind you. I'm glad you mentioned that, Hector, about the team. <laughs> and there's some folks out there that want to probably do it all or control it all. And these lone rangers, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the core competency mindset or limiting belief around that? One of the challenges, Joe, with the mom and pop business owners, right? Like the, you know, just mom and pop business owners is they say two things that kill their time freedom and kill their ability to grow. And the two things is I already know that and no one can do it better than I can. Those are the two things that, that hold back uh, real estate agents, real estate brokers, uh, fix and flip investors, apartment investors, is they just think that no one can do it better than them. And then if you tell them anything, they're going to come back and say, oh, well, I already know that. Right. And that's what holds them back. They end up becoming their own worst enemy. Um, so the, the really only way to grow is, is, again, is having the team, finding out what it is that you're good at and you focusing on what you're good at and delegating the rest to the team. Your business, if you have a real business, your business should be able to run without you there. And at some point, you're going to want to hire someone to replace you. And once you do that, then you really have, you know, a, a, a true business that can run by itself without you needing to be there. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> so what would you say to the folks out there, the W2 earners, the, uh, I have an attorney that's been approaching me. I have a pharmacist who's approaching me. I have random people approaching me all the time because they think it's easy and they start doing it, but they're like not giving up. And they're like, how do you make that transition from a nine to five to actually going full throttle and being in a full on investor? All right. So, all right. Now rem remind me your question. Cause I, I, I'm a little ADD, so I may forget exactly what you asked, but, uh, but I want to say something that I have in my head right now. Sure. Um, you know, Joe, the real estate business, it sounds like, you know, it sounds great and it is okay. <laughs> but it's not for everybody. So I have clients that are uh, surgeons, that are you know, medical doctors, that are attorneys, that are, you know, they have other professions and they're good at it and they actually enjoy it. So what I tell them is, you know what, focus on what you're good at. You're a great surgeon, focus on that. And maybe partner with another acquisition firm where you guys do a JB, a joint venture, let the acquisition firm do all the work you do nothing except get what I call mailbox money. So now you are a principal investor, what I call a funding partner. 
you own the real estate, but you delegate it all to a real estate acquisition firm and you're going to partner with them. So you're going to put in the money, but they find the deal. They do the due diligence. They do the project management. They handle it from birth, to, you know, what I call from birth to grave. Um, so again, real estate is not for everybody. If you love what you're doing, um, you know, delegate, empower, and hire uh, partner, collaborate, create synergy with somebody else that can do all that while you're focused on what you love to do. So that's one. And uh, I think, what was your question? Uh, how do you pivot? Yeah. How, if somebody says, you know what, forget this. I'm done with being an attorney. I'm done with being a pharmacist. I really want to go full throttle. How do they like make that switch? Okay. So a couple of things. So number one, um, I'll mention a great book. And I think you, you, you read it too, Joe. It's called Pivot. And I forget the name of the author, but he was a former attorney and he became a motivational speaker. So if you're thinking about making that pivot, and a pivot just means that you're doing you know, one line of work and you're going to change courses and do something different, right? So if, if you're thinking about that, I highly recommend the book. It's called uh, Pivot. And I forget the author's name. Uh, maybe when, when you put this you know, video out, we can put the name of the book on there. But what I would say is start to learn from it. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, learn through the, you know, the old saying is you don't want to learn through the school of hard knocks because, you know, mother nature is a bitch if you're going to try and do it all on your own. And it may take you 20, 30, 40 years to really learn it. And by then, uh, you know, you're really going to have time to enjoy your wealth. Are you really going to enjoy your time freedom um, or is it going to be a little too late? Um, so what I would say is it, it goes back again is you got to hire a coach, a mentor, recruit a team, um, to really get going on it. Otherwise it's just, it's a hard, hard journey doing it by yourself. You know, there's a, I say another saying is like, you can read 20 books on how to swim, but you're not going to learn until you get in the water and start practicing. And then if you really want to become that gold medalist, you got to have the team, you got to have the coach, you got to have the mentor. Those are very, very great tips, Hector. Now, you have like a webinar, I think, coming up, and, and you mentioned something about a, a training, you know, because I've known people that's trained with you, done some boot camps, and they're, they're very, very awesome. I personally sat in a couple myself. You, could you explain what's uh, going on coming up? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have a, a free webinar. Uh, everybody's been asking me to kind of, you know, give a little bit more on my story and, and how I raised the private money and how I work with funding partners and private investors and how I find the deals, um, etc. So I'm going to do a free webinar um, on May 24th at 6.30 p.m. You can go to my website. It's mychairman.net, mychairman.net. You can email us at info at hp as in private c as in capital investments.com info at hpcinvestments.com um, and you can also follow me on uh, instagram my chairman hp awesome thank you hector thank you thank you so so much on that now i guess the big takeaways here are really before i forget let me say something else sure yeah i had this thought um with one of your other questions on, got a, a helicopter up here. Give me one second. I don't know if you can hear it. In the <laughs> um, but you were asking, like, how do you, you know, how do you pivot, right? Yes. Yes. So something else with that, 
is that, you know, sometimes you need to be disgusted with yourself. Mm. Sometimes you need to be ashamed of yourself and say, man, you, you know, and you think like, I know better. I know I can do better. And I'm now, however old you are, 21, 25, 35, you know, 65, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you can do better and you know, you deserve better and you haven't done it. So sometimes you just need to be disgusted with where you're at and ashamed of where you're at to cause that emotional um, root awakening to finally take that massive action and, and make that pivot. So it's okay to say, you know, like, like we always say, it's okay to be broke. Uh, most self-made millionaires go broke, you know, two or three times. That's okay. What's not okay is to have a poor mindset. When you have a poor mindset, you're doomed because it's, I'm the victim. I didn't go to an Ivy League school. You know, my parents didn't graduate from high school. Uh, I grew up in the working class. I have no money. You know, whatever it is, those are all bullshit excuses. And I call that a crutch. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> Joe, I went to, uh, to uh, LA Unified School System. Okay. It was not a good... Uh, public school system, but that's not, not 90210. It wasn't there. Yeah, No, it wasn't. It wasn't nowhere near that. Right. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I basically flunked kinder first, second and third grade, and they would just kind of push me over. And then I went to Santa Monica Community College, a great college, but it was a community college. And then I went to Dominguez Hills to get my bachelor's and the same thing, just, you know, a normal university. It wasn't a Harvard or a Stanford. Um, but I still, was able to make that pivot and, uh, and start my real estate acquisition and investment firm. So guys, don't use excuses as a crutch. Uh, don't have that victim mindset. Don't have that poor mindset and just go for it. You know, um, surround yourself with other uh, affluent people, with other people that have succeeded, get into a new circle and go for it. You can do it. You can do it. Thank you, Hector. Thank you so much. Guys, I really appreciate Hector's time, uh, all this wisdom, his knowledge. You know, he's one of my mentors, guys. You got to really align yourself with people you want to strive to be or become because if you're surrounded by broke people, nothing against it, but guess what the mindset is, right? And if you're surrounded by successful people, it's going to eventually rub off or they'll probably kick you out of their circle. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two, right? <laughs> you know, Joe, the, the funny thing with that is like, okay, so when, when, when I first got started in real estate, which was 18, 18 years ago, okay, I, I tell people that I was driving a Honda and I was in a different circle. Back then, if I would have told people, I want to have a Rolls Royce and I want to travel the world and I want to have a full-time house manager that does my cleaning uh, grocery shopping, my cooking, and just takes care of the house so that my wife and I can have uh, husband and wife time. And my wife is not doing any of that. Um, and I want to live in a multi-million dollar home. And I want to have, you know, uh, a couple of vacation homes, right? They would all laugh at me and say, oh, you're crazy. You know, that'll never happen. You can't do it, etc." Well, now I have all that. I have the Rolls Royce. I live in a multi-million dollar house. I travel a lot. I have the time freedom. But now in my circle of friends, Joe, 
um, when I went to go get the Rolls Royce and I told him, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about getting a Rolls. It wasn't, oh, you can't do it. It was, oh, great. Which color are you going to get? Are you getting the Phantom? Are you getting the Ghost? Which one are you going to get? Where are you going to go get it at? It was more supportive because I'm in a different circle. If I was in that poor mindset circle, they would just shit on my dreams. Okay? So you're absolutely correct. You got to get in that new circle. But, you know, like I say, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And are you surrounding yourself with chimps, chumps, or champs? And you got to get in there with the champs. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thanks again so much, Hector, for your time, your wisdom, your intelligence. There's so much that you bring to the table. Guys, I've known Hector again since 2004. He's always steady, Eddie. He's super focused. He's very generous, too. I mean, he doesn't hold back. He tells it like it is. He doesn't like to sugarcoat it. There's no time for either that for me or you or anybody, right, Hector? That's, that's right. And uh, you, what I tell people, if anybody tells you that this business is easy and you're going to get rich quick and you'll become an overnight millionaire, it's total bullshit. If you want to get into this business and you want to create wealth, it's hard work. It really is hard work. But once you build that empire, once you build your net worth and you have that passive income, you know, life is simply delicious. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I tell my wife, uh, we really do live the fairy tale lifestyle. It's just amazing. But you got to build the empire. You got to build it. You got to put in the time. You got to put in the work. Awesome. Awesome. And man, I could go on forever <laughs> talking with you. And I'm sure people would love to hear you again. Uh, by all means, we'll probably have you again, maybe as a guest speaker in, in the future, uh, provided you're willing and uh, love to hear from you more. Guys, please change, you know, the, the, what you got going on upstairs by learning, reading the great books, surrounding yourself by great people. And as a Hector said, find yourself a mentor, a coach, somebody who will guide you. And, and, and there are some shortcuts, right? Well, I, I call, you know, um, I don't like to use the word shortcut, but you know, it's whatever words you want to use, right? I call it leapfrogging. So a mentor, a coach can teach you, you know, how do you get from here to here in the quickest way, the fastest way? How do you use leverage, right? So yeah, they're, they're shortcuts. Um, I call it leapfrogging, but yeah, definitely. Perfect, perfect. Any last words for our listeners? Uh, you know, it's, it's like the old saying goes, uh, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. You guys can all do it. Um, it's just a matter of, again, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, reading the books, listening to the audio programs, um, and just, just do it, just go for it. And whether it's real estate or whatever business you want to get into, we have one life and uh, life is very short. It's unpredictable. So just go for it guys. And like I always say, and make it a great day. <laughs> awesome awesome thank you so much Hector for your time really appreciate your, uh, everything you've um, shared on the show guys Joe Mendoza here if you guys are looking to buy sell invest definitely talk to one of us about your goals what what can we bring to the table we're deal sourcing we're looking for a lot of great deals out there and seeing if we can create some win-wins for you and us thanks so much for watching our company is not responsible for the success or failure of your business decisions relating to any information presented by our company or our company programs, products, and or services.